Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. On this special episode, we will spotlight a trifecta of talented Oklahomans. Four of the five Americans of Western Union fame. Jerry Keller, vocalist, songwriter, and a very special talent. Lastly, Shug Fisher, who performed for Square Dances with his father, became a member of the Sons of the Pioneers, and later would become one of the television and movies most successful character actors stand by for the stories while duran oklahoma may not sound like a hotbed for music it has been the home to several music legends a chance meeting of five young musicians attending school at southeastern university in duran oklahoma became the meeting place and the starting place of a pretty successful garage rock type band who began as the Mutineers, you would know them today as the Five Americans. Mike Rabin, John Durrell, Norm Ezel, Jim Grant, and Jimmy Wright all were students at Southeastern State University in Durant and were the founding members of the Five Americans who were best known for their harmonies. Rabin grew up in Spencerville, Oklahoma, in southeastern Oklahoma. He was a self-taught guitarist who, at 12, began playing professionally with a band called the Buckaroos. Bassist Jim Grant grew up in Hugo, Oklahoma. Drummer Jimmy Wright grew up in Durant. And keyboard player John Durrell grew up in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. The only non-Oklahoma-born member of the band was guitarist Norm Ezel who hailed from Albuquerque, New Mexico. The band began playing around the campus and for parties on and off campus, calling themselves the Mutineers. Their sound at the time was mostly covering songs from both Bo Diddley and covering Dwayne Eddy guitar licks. In 1963, the boys traveled to Dallas to record their first record called Jacket Around, an instrumental which got extensive airplay on radio stations in and around Durant. The band began playing in clubs around Dallas. Now, the British invasion caused the band to add Beatles songs to their play repertoire, update their dress, and add vocal arrangements to the songs that they were now covering. Their most influential addition to their sound was the addition of a Vox Continental Electric Organ. The organ was to become the driver of the band's sound. They caught the attention of the president of Abnak Records, who took them under his wing. Shortly afterwards, they changed their name of the band to the Five Americans. The Five Americans had five top singles. I See the Light, Sound of Love, Evil Not Love, and I've just figured out the evil, not love, evil is love spelled backwards. Imagine that. And Zip Code. But without a doubt, their most famous song was Western Union, which topped the charts at number five on Billboard and number seven on Cashbox. In 1969, after their last recording attempt failed to gain any traction, the five Americans disbanded to go their separate ways. Mike Rabin had a fairly successful solo touring career, releasing two albums. He returned to college, acquired his master's degree in public school administration, and was in the Oklahoma school system for 28 years. Bassist Jim Grant passed away in 2004 from a heart attack. Guitarist Norm Easel became a teacher and minister in Northern California. Drummer Jimmy Wright became a freelance photographer. John Durrell, the Vox organ player, wrote two songs of note, Cher's Dark Lady and Merle Haggard's Misery and Gin. John also joined with two other Oklahomans in another band you might have heard of called The Ventures. Number two, Jerry Keller was born in Fort Smith, Arkansas. 
His family moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma when he was six. He attended school in Tulsa, graduating from Will Rogers High School in 1955. Yes, if you're following Oklahoma music legend's stories, you'll recognize it was that Will Rogers High School in Tulsa. He would be the first and the lesser-known musical talent of the Rogers Big Five. He formed and was a member of the Tulsa Boy Singers. He attended Tulsa University for one year, and then he took off for New York. In 1958, his only chart appearance was his self-pinned song, Here Comes Summer. In 1959, it rose to number 14 on the Billboard chart and was the number one hit on the UK music chart for one week in the month of October in 1959. All the signs of a one-hit wonder, you might say. But that's not the end of this Tulsa Rogers Roper story. He wrote the English lyrics for A Man and a Woman which was recorded by Matt Monroe, Ella Fitzgerald, Engelbert Humperdinck, Johnny Mathis, and Jose Feliciano. He co-wrote Almost There, a successful single for Andy Williams, plus wrote How Does It Go, recorded by Ricky Nelson. He wrote Turn Down Day, a hit for Circle in 1966. He extended his career into film. He wrote the soundtrack for the 1965 film, I Saw What You Did, and for Angel in My Pocket in 1969. He wrote The Legend of Shenandoah, which was recited by James Stewart in the 1965 film of the same name. Throughout the 70s and 80s, he was the number one call vocalist in New York for television jingles. He also appeared in the 1977 film, you Light Up My Life, as an orchestra music director. He had a much larger role in the 1978 film, If Ever I See You Again. Needless to say, Jerry Keller was a gifted and talented man. Third on our list, George Clinton Fisher Jr. was born in 1907, the same year as Oklahoma statehood in Tabler, Oklahoma. His was a farming family, the son of a Scots-Irish father and part Choctaw Indian mother. He was the youngest of four children. He would be known by his nickname of Shug. He said, cause my mama said I was such a sweet baby. The family loaded up in a covered wagon in 1917, headed east toward Oklahoma coal country, which was located in Pittsburgh County, Oklahoma, not far from McAllister, Oklahoma. Shug's first musical influence came from his father, who played the fiddle. Shug's first instrument was the mandolin, and then he picked up the fiddle, eventually moving on to the guitar. Shug and his father would play square dances with his father playing lead and Shug backing him up on guitar. When he was 17, a medicine show rolled through the community, and Shug was inspired by the Toby character with his blacked-out tooth, wearing a red wig, telling corny jokes and doing musical numbers. This, he said, was his inspiration. He decided right there and then he wanted to begin a career in music and in comedy. Like many Oklahomans before and after him, as has been documented in many of our episodes, Suge and his father loaded up their meager belongings in their Model T and headed west to California. Suge worked several jobs in the oil field before landing a radio job in Fresno, California. This was the beginning of his radio career. He would move throughout California and into Texas, working as a talent on different radio shows, each opportunity better than the last. At the outbreak of World War II, Suge returned to Los Angeles, where he worked at the Lockheed Aircraft Plant. He got an invitation from Pat Brady. Pat was Roy Rogers' comic sidekick, to join in with an effort to entertain 
defense workers for the Victory Committee. Pat Brady played bass and performed comedy for the Sons of the Pioneers, a very famous cowboy singing act at the time. Suge would perform with the Sons of the Pioneers off and on throughout most of his entertainment career. He wrote a number of songs that were recorded by the Pioneers, Out on the Open Range, Riding Down to Santa Fe, Forgive and Forget, a novelty song, Pooey on You, Darling," recorded by Ken Curtis, Lonesome Train Blues, and he also recorded Gooseberry Pie using his trademark stuttering, which he would turn on and turn off for comedy effect. In 1946 through 1949, he began playing character roles in films, such as the film The Man from Oklahoma. In 1953, Shug met and became good friends with Ken Curtis, who's best known for his role of Festus in the TV series Gunsmoke. The two of them would work together in radio, movies, and television for the rest of their lives. Shug appeared in the John Ford Western, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance alongside Jimmy Stewart, and John Wayne. According to Hugh Foley's book, Oklahoma Music Guide, Suge appeared in 16 movies with Roy Rogers, in Bonanza episodes, in assorted Gunsmoke episodes from 1962 to 1974. He played the role of Shorty Kellums in 19 episodes of the Beverly Hillbillies. He also appeared in The Virginian, Daniel Boone, and The Dukes of Hazard. He passed away in 1984 from a long illness with old friend Ken Curtis right by his side. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Hey, tell your friends you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, and on Google Music Play. Also on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Click on the podcast link, and you can see and choose from any of our podcasts. Hey, like our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. Stay up to date with our latest releases. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.